0: You're listening to the
1: Festival of the Mind podcast from the University of Sheffield. In this episode, writer Akeem Balagan presents two of his short stories written
2: for the Sheffield Carescapes project. The following short story, How Many Years, was written in conjunction with Sheffield Carescapes, Potential Futures for a Caring Society. Part of 2020's Festival of the Mind. It was written by Keane Baligan and performed by Kate Woods and Reuben Johnson. How many years? The intention of this research was to investigate the effects of pairing people who are transitioning to retirement with young people who are leaving care and entering adulthood. The study aimed to determine if such pairings have the potential to alleviate the growing pressure. Of an aging population and an increasingly stretched workforce across all social services. If these case studies we supported both participants then it may represent a new scalable intervention to reduce use of social services as well as foster intergenerational relationships nationally. This document presents the collected summaries written by our first participants. June Madison aged 61 at the beginning of this research and who applied to take part and Manuel Musa, aged 16 at the beginning of this study, and he was put forward by the Sheffield City Council after showing relatively positive interest in the project in comparison to other opted-for children. These summaries are taken from the forms sent to Miss Madison and Mr. Musa annually over the course of their pairing. To read the forms in their entirety, please send an inquiry to the Centre for International Research on Care, Labour and Equalities at the University of Sheffield. Case 1, June Madison and Manuel Moussa. Collected summaries. The following are all taken from section G5 of the form, headed, in summary, describe your pairing this year. Year 1,
0: 2055. Well, it hasn't actually been a year yet, as I was paired with Manuel in October, and, well, I wasn't able to see him over Christmas, but at the times i have seen him i've enjoyed at my age life is pretty boring seeing manuel once a week is a welcome change he's been a pleasant weekly interruption and if i'm honest it's what i wanted when i signed up for this like i said in my application after losing my husband and my son and his family moving abroad i have felt lonelier and it's best to nip something like that in the bud early with a distraction like this. I've noticed a difference in how I feel already. Although Manuel is quiet and I can't tell if I'm having any impact, you said that the aim of this research was to prevent loneliness amongst those approaching old age and, and to provide vulnerable young adults with mature role models. <laughs> I don't believe I'm doing the latter yet, but we'll see.
3: I like June. The last time I saw her, I called her summer. (laughs) She didn't like it, but I'm gonna keep calling her that. Yeah, she's all right. Don't mind seeing her.
2: Year two,
0: pages of questions and box ticks in, and then only this tidy space to summarise 12 months. You should think about making it bigger. Just a bit of feedback, seeing as there's no feedback section. Up until winter, Manuel missed every other meeting, about half of them. We took to seeing each other in the library again as it was too cold. And eventually, he spoke. He strung sentences together. I learned that his absence was due to a relationship that wasn't going too well, but... Either way, it was the first opportunity I had to be the role model that I'm supposed to be in this. I think Manuel's starting to see me as an older sibling, maybe, which is good. That that feeling of being wanted or depended on, even, it feels good to have that. The silence these days is louder and there hasn't been much this year beyond work, so seeing Manuel has been... Beneficial.
3: It's been a bit of an hard year for me, so her advice has been good. I've enjoyed seeing her every week the past few months, and I think she's happy to see me when we get together, so I feel bad for missing so many meetings. I'll make up for it next year. Plus, summer's kind of cool. I reckon I'll try and be like her when I'm older.
2: Year 3, 2057.
0: Really? You've made this box smaller. It's been a terrible year, but the two of us have been good. Manuel's 18 now and I'm 63. And unbelievably, he hardly missed any meetings. I think I missed just as many as he did. Unexpected bouts of illness. I'm hoping that I can get permission for the two of us to see each other at my house next year onwards. The library's closed and he's working now, so by the time we're both done, most places are shut. He was trying to get an apprenticeship, but the crash has made that impossible. But he says I've been a big help during the last quarter, so that's good. He helps people I'm his social worker, which I find funny. Him calling me summer, not so much... My son's had another child in Australia and I haven't been able to visit him due to the world going to crap. So, without a doubt, our pairing has been even more welcome. He just needs to stop growing. It takes up a lot of space.
3: It's been important. This year we're full of disappointment and I think it would have been harder without her guidance. I've noticed loads of adverts this year about old people. They say things like, do you know anyone who's at risk of isolation? And it makes me want to ensure that this never applies to summer. But I ain't told her that. I think it'd irritate her. She's a proper good woman. I hope she never feels like that. Anyway, looking forward to another year.
2: Year 4, 2058.
0: Our pairing, in summary, because you insist, has been smooth sailing. I've missed more weeks than he has, which is a first, but my health's been up and down again. He's seen my home. He was amazed, but oh, I live nowhere fancy. It made him open up about his life more, when before he wouldn't say much. Manuel's childhood was tough. Oh, Life in care often is, but... I'm glad he said that it wasn't all bat. We talked about ageing a lot, which I don't like, but we're seeing stuff about it everywhere. And also about how this pairing initiative is being rolled out beyond Sheffield. Interesting. He's six foot four now, but he's stopped growing, I think. He's working in a call centre, and he blames the crash for why he wasn't able to get into a trade, I told him blaming will get him nowhere. It's all down to him to get the life he wants. He believes me, so I hope I'm right. He did say that everything I've wanted, I've got, which is kind of true, so maybe I'm not lying. I like how some of the stuff he says makes me think and not always the other way round.
3: Summer's been a bit ill this year, but as I'm writing this, she's fine. I've learnt a lot about her life. I wish I'd asked her sooner, because it's really fascinating. She's seen a lot of changes, and I understand now why what's happening with the country doesn't seem to phase her too much. This year, I'm just happy that the parents meant I've spent it with someone wise to see it through with. Otherwise, well, could have been even more stressful.
2: Year 5, 2059.
0: It's been a reflection of the freak weather. Great! I spent so much time with Manuel in the garden. Good times! I've been a bit busy this year and he's got a new girlfriend, but we still see each other. It doesn't even feel like research anymore. I only remember it is when I get this form through the post. It just makes sense. Pairing, that is. I don't want to say that it should be mandatory, but... The thought of entering later years without Manuel is a bit daunting. Well, if you're alone like I am, or at the risk of being alone, then why not? It's a different dynamic. It's not like a relative or a carer or a friend even. He's a support post, wholly that. I have nothing else to add. It's nice to have someone who wants to see you, not pity you or want to care for you, just see you because it's you. Mentally, it's fortifying.
3: Yeah, excellent. We've managed to meet most weeks of the year and she helped me with my new job application a couple of weeks back. I'm sure if I get it, it'll be because of her. I don't see the point in this form. What is it that you guys are looking for again? I hope we can still see each other, even if it turns out that care is nationalised. I'm worried that might make this experiment no longer necessary for some reason, but I'm not sure it's even connected. Anyway, overall, it's been great. Bring on another year.
2: Year 6, 2060.
0: Different. Manuel's becoming a man. He wears a beard well. And it's always satisfying to see someone grow in front of you. He still fulfils a bolstering role for me, which he seems unaware of. It's only in these forms that I'm vocal of the role he plays in my life. It's been six years now and I don't regret it. This year's highlights. Manuel getting a promotion already. Me teaching him how to bake both regular and vegan cake. Manuel breaking into my house to leave me a birthday gift. My health's better and I feel like my life has more fulfillment even outside of work.
3: I don't understand why we have to fill these out. I do but still I don't... anyway it's been good. Summer's health has been 100%, which is great, as I could tell last year she was secretly concerned that she might not be getting better, but it was like confirmation she was getting old, not being able to recover, and luckily that passed. The older I get, the sillier I think it is that ageing is something to be afraid of. Summer rarely complains and just finds a way around setbacks, and I'm starting to realise all you can do with your life is what Summer has done with hers, which is just do the things you enjoy.
2: Year 7, 2061
0: I don't imagine that this will be a long entry. My son wasn't able to see me this year and I lost two friends, so it's been difficult. Manuel has been more important to me than ever. I still can't get over how tall he is. He banged his head on my doorway even. I keep having to tell him not to sit with his legs so wide open. He's been learning about his Turkish heritage too. I never registered that there was this whole history behind him, so that's been interesting. He now has a job in the NHS, and earlier this year he was helping with a campaign to reach elderly people at risk of isolation, which led to a lot of discussion about that. Annoyingly, he still calls me Summer, but besides that, I eagerly await another year.
3: Good as always. I'm only filling this out properly because I asked Summer what she said in hers and she wouldn't tell me. I'm worried that it might be emotive and insightful while mine is just a bit short and dry. So I'm gonna make sure there's a bit more meat here just in case, to summarise. I can't imagine going through life without the old lady. Some of the things I talked to her about, I don't even speak to Lamia about. Oh, I'm moving out too. I'm looking forward to summer seeing a new place. We've also been reading about the pairings occurring since I got that job in the NHS. It's weird to think that we were the first, and that because of our responses here, it led to more. 2062. Bring it on.
2: Year 8. 2062.
0: Slower. Later in the year, Manuel couldn't see me as much due to work, but prior to that, we saw each other most weeks. There's been a couple of deaths this year. It's made me decide to retire early, and Manuel's helped me streamline ideas about what I can do after, too. I think this will be a short summary, as it's more of the same. The others were maybe a bit soppy when I think back. Make sure he never reads these, lol. <laughs> Highlights. Manuel cooking me manti. Oh, and me cutting him a key after he broke into my house again thinking something was up after I'd missed a meeting and not go back to him. Cost me a small fortune to get those damn locks sorted.
3: A lot of my time with Summer this year has been talking about life and memories after a few people she knew died. She's a stoic woman. I've still yet to see anything faze her. She's 68 now. Not ancient, but it does make you think. I broke into her house in April because I thought something might have happened to her when she missed our meeting and she didn't tell me. I made a manty to make up for it, which she really liked. I look back on the past eight years, and I feel like there's been so many positive changes that I've had, and it's all because of this pairing. If I'm honest... Just their being there has made me more confident in myself.
2: Year 9, 2063.
0: It's been delightful. Not like other years haven't been, but this has been distinctly warm because Manuel's going to be a father. The baby's due in five months and still somehow he's never missed a week, not one. I spent a lot of time sharing my experience as a parent to prepare him. I haven't had the chance to meet Lamaya yet, but I will when oh, I've seen his new home. It's tidy. I was pleased. I only remember that this is the result of research when you send these. I wonder if new pairs have to fill these in or it's just us test dummies. To summarise, Manuel is family to me. Highlight Well Manuel tell him he's going to be a dad, obviously.
3: One word essential. Summer's been there to keep me calm. Not that I ever panicked, but just her wisdom once a week it's been needed. I know she's gonna retire soon and that I'm gonna be a father, but I've promised her nothing's gonna change. A part of me thinks she don't believe that. So my goal is to prove her wrong and continue to see her once a week. So Year 10, 2064.
0: Well, with Manuel being a dad and me finalising my retirement, it's been tested. There was a period where we didn't see each other for a whole month. He kept saying he'd come, but he kept cancelling, and for a while I began to think that he didn't have time for this old woman, but we returned to our usual meetings eventually. I don't know how he was able to, but... Despite telling him that he didn't have to, I appreciated him coming. Oh, the baby is beautiful. Lemire well, is as well. Oh, so cute. It's overwhelming. What else is there to say? Highlight being Charla's godmother and being part of a new wonderful family.
3: It's been a lot. I've managed to see her despite Shalar. Lamia wasn't always happy about that, but when I told her it was like checking in on your grandma, she understood. I didn't like describing summer like that, but it were necessary. I feel like summer's getting old, but she isn't noticing. She speaks a bit less, although this might be due to me speaking more. (laughs) I'm not sure. But I haven't let those thoughts creep up on me much. I've had my hands full, but it's there. On the outside, our relationship's good, but on the inside, I've really picked up on the changes in her mannerisms. And yeah, it's nothing serious. It's just age after all, but still. Overall, though, we're strong as usual. Do you really still need these forms? Year 11,
2: 2065
0: Good, like always... I keep saying he doesn't have to but Manuel has kept most visits during my year of retirement. My sickness has flared up again so retiring was definitely the right thing to do as I doubt I'd been able to cope at work. Otherwise all is good. Really getting tired of this form to be honest. I know you need qualitative data but it's getting pretty obvious now that this has been a success. I'll say it again. I'm glad I signed up for it. I imagine I'd feel a lot more isolated, was it not for Manuel?
3: Still going strong? I ignore her protest telling me that I don't have to see her as it's just ridiculous. This is for the both of us. But I think she forgets that. It's a sign of her ageing in my eyes that she started to see herself as such a burden. It's hard to believe it's been this many years. Makes me a bit... Uneasy how fast time moves. These days I can't help worrying about her and I spoke about her to Lamia a lot as she crosses my mind whenever I see news about the ageing crisis, the second push to nationalise care and so on. Nonetheless, we're still okay even though a lot of this year has been me trying to not overthink how she is. I do need Summer and Shalar enjoys being around her. I do hope they get more time together.
2: Year
0: 12, 2066. Good. Manuel's been supportive, which is no surprise, but with everything he's doing, he really doesn't have to. It's been a tough year with the cancer, but I've been coping. This will be a short one. In summary, I've never been as appreciative of Manuel's company as I have been this year. Strangely, I I feel like I've matured. Accepting that I I will end, a crude way to put it, but that is what it is, is like the last transition. I'm just thankful that in this shedding of my old self for this more new fatalistic one, Manuel is someone I haven't let go of.
3: The same, but the challenge this time has been her elf. She's declined rapidly. But I won't dwell on that, scene as though she's pulled back so well. She was hospitalised for a bit too. It made me feel powerless. I was super afraid of the thought of someone no longer being here. But I've been doing my best not to show it. And thankfully I've been busy left, right and centre. So that's kept my mind occupied at least. I asked for more time in my summary last year. I feel like that request was spat on. So this time I'm asking for nothing. I'm just glad she's been given the all clear. I look forward to another year. Yeah, that's all.
2: Year 13, 2067.
0: I've been filling in this form for 13 years now. How many more years are you going to keep sending these? You'll probably still be posting them after I've gone. All I can say is that Manuel's presence has been important.
3: Strong, because it's had to be. Summer's been taking things easy, which is good. On some occasions, I've seen her two or three times a week. I'm not sure if this is due to me doubting how much time we've had together, or if it's a sign of our relationship evolving. I've scrapped the old meeting once a week thing. I'm just seeing her whenever I can. In a way, doesn't that mean we've outgrown this research? She's only 74, So I hope she's got several more years left and that her health improves. Year 14,
2: 2068.
0: I've been critical of this research in these summaries at times, but I want to make it clear here that I am happy, I registered. I have seen Manuel more times this year than I have any other and watching him grow up and having him appear every week at my front door has been delightful. The question, has pairing combated loneliness amongst the elderly? The answer? I would not know, as I've not felt alone or isolated since 2055.
3: It's been a year of learning. I didn't realise how well Summer was at hiding things until now, like all the pain that she's been in and how unconcerned she appears to be with it. She's still got a memory, which is good, but she's nowhere near as active as she used to be. She has a carer who visits every so often, but she's deteriorated again much faster than last time. I just can't see her getting better. I've tried not to express how much it's affecting me as I just know that that'll only frustrate her but I think she's starting to see the cracks in my armour. I haven't discussed this with Lemire much, as to be honest, I don't think she's ever really appreciated the relationship I've had with Summer. But I will not be the man she loves without her guidance. I'm well paid, talkative, confident with strangers, able to deal with setbacks better than most. That's largely down to her. No point in me writing this all down, I'll tell her in person.
2: Yeah 15. 2069
3: i'm not sure you're aware of summer's passing as you've still sent this form now that could be an admin error but nonetheless i was furious when i received this and yet nothing for condolence but after leaving it on my table for some months i've decided to fill it in for her memory in a way i've healed a bit now so maybe doing this will be cathartic When I got the call from the nurse, I was angry because it wasn't Summer telling me. I wanted to hear her voice, and I was vexed with them for scaring me. Following this, I began to visit her a couple of times a week, but she didn't like me seeing her there, so I started calling instead. Now, I rang her several times a week, and I vividly remember those conversations. She told me all these stories, especially about her past. Now, a lot of them sounded new, like she just remembered them. I miss her. I doubt that I'll ever change. I'm grateful I wasn't there when she died. I'm not sure how I could have dealt with seeing the life just leave from her. This time, I preferred hearing it from the nurse. It meant I could just let it sink in rather than hitting me all at once. Our last conversation was her mostly telling me that I have to keep on living no matter what. I think she was delirious. Three days later, she was gone. And that should be the end of it. But I'm still a delinquent at heart. So I went to her house the following weekend. The door were boarded up, but I broke in anyway. The house had this dry smell. So I opened the windows, dusted a few bits and I took a seat in the settee. After a few moments, I realised that she weren't there to tell me not to sit with my legs wide open. So I allowed myself to expand. And I remained there for some time. Absorbing closure maybe. I could still feel her, I swear. Thank you for your life, June Madison, and I hope at the very least that I helped you feel just a little less alone. <laughs> Sevgi, Manuel Musa.
2: How many years was written by Keen Baligan and performed by Kate Woods and Ruben Johnson? <laughs> The following short story, Comprehensive and Assistive Robotic Enhancer, was written in conjunction with Sheffield Carescapes, Potential Futures for a Caring Society, part of 2020's Festival of the Mind. It was written by Akeem Ballagan, and performed by Ceeley Sabanda and Rose Gray. Comprehensive and Assistive Robotic Enhancer
4: Strobe Care Limited. This is Tamila speaking. What can I help you with?
1: It's my dad. He's got himself into a mess. He doesn't think he needs anyone because of Mark and that house he's in, but he does.
4: Okay, one moment. Can I have your name,
1: please? Sorry, it's Sahara. I'm his daughter.
4: And your father's?
1: Lucas. Lucas Howard.
4: His date of birth?
1: 19th of October. 2024. Your phone number? It's this one, the one I'm calling from.
4: Thank you. Sorry, your father Lucas? Yes. He's supported by the Comprehensive and Assistive Robotic Enhancer. Do you know which model? What? The CareBot. Is it a Mark 3, a Mark 4? Oh,
1: yes, um, but I couldn't tell you which version. It's just Mark to us.
4: That's fine. You were saying?
1: My dad. I knew something. Sorry. We we knew something was wrong when he was being more stubborn than usual. We were seeing him once a week, me and my brothers. After we got him Mark and moved him into the fluid home, that slowed down a bit. He didn't really need us. Well, we thought he didn't anyway. I'm not sure I'm making sense here. Let me start again. My dad's 76. He was 75 when he started losing his mobility and earlier this year his memory went a bit too. He used to drink, you see. I work full time. My brothers do too. And our mother's no longer here so none of us really have the time to look after him. When he first began to deteriorate last year, that's when I thought about carers. And I knew he'd been against it before I'd even asked, but I asked anyway and somehow I managed to convince him. For the first few weeks he put up with him, but things broke down quickly. He didn't want them touching him, he didn't want them making his food, giving him his medication, and it got bad. I think he attacked one of them even. Regular carers wouldn't cut it, so... We did some research and came across this comprehensive thingy.
4: Comprehensive and assistive robotic enhancer. It's fine. Just say Mark.
1: Okay. We looked into it, how it works in conjunction with fluid homes, which are the future, by the way. They could be. What was your name again? Tamila. The floors move, Tamila. The ceilings change colour to help sleep, reminders appear on the wall... It's even difficult to fall over because the ground, it's got... It's
4: sensitive to uneven pressure and reacts to it.
1: That's it. The beds, too. Amazing. And this is without Mark. The house is like a body. And when you put Mark in there, it comes to life. It's the brain, almost. No need for care, homes. No need for carers. Fluid homes, Mark, they're all you need. It's ease of life, not just elderly people. I wish I could live in one.
4: I agree. But
1: we had no chance of affording the actual home. I looked at the guy showing us around like he was a madman when he gave us the option of buying. But if we split it between the three of us, we could afford to rent it. And that was that. Dad loved it. Mark was like an electronic pet to him, and it didn't matter that his movement was beginning to get shaky. The house managed that for him. It kept up with that, made sure he could live on his own no matter what his stay, and that was it. We just sort of left him, and he was happy. We agreed that one of us would visit him once a week, so every three weeks we'd all get a chance to see him.
3: Good.
4: Human interaction is important in conjunction with Mark.
1: It is. I know that now, but, you know, work's got in the way for all of us and we saw him less and less. He then started being short with us when we did see him and it became clear he didn't want to see us at all. We only had time to see him once a fortnight and that became once a month until we only saw him every now and then.
4: Okay. I see. What is it you want me to help you with?
1: I'm sorry. I'm getting there, but you need to hear the whole story. Can you let me finish? Have you got time? I have. Thank you. This is the first opportunity I've had to really speak about it. The police just wanted information, and my brothers handle things privately, so... We had stopped seeing him for about six months but I was still trying to call him and text him, that kind of thing although I realised pretty soon he was resistant to any kind of contact. Then I called my...
4: Did you try to see him in person at this point?
1: No, I didn't.
4: Your brothers?
1: Yes. I was trying to call our dad but he didn't want to speak to me. And I noticed sometimes when he picked up, he was slurring his words a little. He was drinking again. That scared me. Mark was taking care of everything, so he didn't need to remember a thing, because Mark gave him reminders. They come up like lights underneath the wallpaper. And it's not like he can fall over when he's half pissed because the floor catches him. The damn ground rotates, it brings the furniture to where he is and Mark follows him around, checks his temperature, collects rubbish. The house is spotless. Of course he was abusing it. It was the alcohol that damaged his memory in the first place. Do you know how infuriating that was? To spend all that money on him, to get him the house of the future and for him to go and do that?
4: It's tough, I imagine.
1: I called Michael, one of my brothers, and he went round, and but Dad wouldn't let him in. He said he was fine and that he didn't need anything, that Mark and the house was more than enough, and that bloody idiot believed him. Left him to it. We had a fight about it, and he said that if I was that concerned, I could access Mark remotely. I didn't believe Michael for a moment that our Dad was fine, so I checked. I looked at the manual we had been given, and yes, I could access it. You can. I gave it a go. I live absolute miles away, but I could see him in high definition. I'm not sure if I should have signed something before doing so. If you were able to access Mark,
4: that then... You'd have been down as his next of kin. You'd have had permission.
1: Still, it felt wrong. Invasive. I was watching him and he was doing good. He was doing well, but when I'd call him while monitoring him, he'd ignore it. It was like he knew he was being watched. Maybe Mark told him someone was observing.
4: It will. Automatically.
1: I wish I knew that then, because his behaviour was absolutely fine every time I logged in. Although, at times, I'd see him look up at the wall where the cameras were, maybe. I don't know, but it was too perfect. I knew something was really wrong when he started changing his pattern. I saw him playing with Mark. The box on top has like a holographic control panel. So I could see it, but I think he forgot I was watching because he stopped Mark from administering medication. When he did that, I thought, okay, he's going to do it himself. But he didn't. I couldn't believe it. I waited another day just in case, and again, he didn't. Then he fiddled with the settings for the house, and the floor stopped moving.
4: He disabled it?
1: Yeah. He opted for his walking stick. I kept calling, and he kept ignoring me. Then the day after, he went to the door. There was an order, and it was a small crate. A crate of beer, we later figured out. He brought it in, then began to tamper with Mark. And he was there for ages. Then the camera turned off. I couldn't see him. I should have called someone to check up on him, but I felt guilty, if I'm honest. He had a right to be angry. He had a choice to be independent, and I had abused that in a way. Then we got a call from the police.
4: Okay. Why were the police called?
1: Honestly, nothing was too serious until now. Mark, the fluid home, they were coping with him. That honestly amazing. Have you seen them?
4: I have. And yes, they are.
1: Okay. The police found him. <sighs> Sorry. Someone had spotted him. And then they called the police saying that an old man was walking around the neighbourhood. Naked. Naked and drunk. Stumbling around because he'd left his walking stick somewhere. Do you know where he was going? No. He was heading to the co-op for more beer. I'm sorry. I mean, how did he even get that far? There must be at least two dozen residents there. Where the hell was the warden? Why did no one stop him? I'll tell you why. Because everything's remote. So they weren't looking because they think it's a robot's job to keep tabs on people. Machines are taking care of everyone, so we don't need to, is the mentality. And it led to the most humiliating moment of my father's life. I'm sorry. Don't be. My brothers won't even speak about it. They're ashamed of him. And they're ashamed of themselves for not doing more. We all are.
4: If I can interrupt.
1: Please, go on. For him to
4: end up in that state, Sarah, Lucas must have turned off every single one of Mark's functions. So, I don't think only the technology is to blame.
1: It isn't, Tamilha. I am. We are. We learned that after he'd turned off the surveillance function and the medication support, that he'd turned off Mark's entire assist function. It couldn't call for help. Then he began fiddling with the house until it was frozen. He genuinely believed he was independent. The irony... Mark had been so effortlessly supportive that it led him to thinking he didn't need it.
4: Which is dangerous.
1: Tell him that. My dad's arrogant. Always has been.
4: Where is he now? At home. With who?
1: Has Mark's settings
4: been reset? Is the house active?
1: He's home and yes, it's turned on. One of my brothers are with him. Although you can't remove the function that allows you to disable Mark. Supposedly it's empowering. That's what the manual says.
4: All that matters is that he's safe. He is. You said you wanted to put something in place?
1: Yes. Carers. He needs them. Just someone to be with him. Since our mother died, he's got used to being by himself. We left him to his own devices and naturally, well naturally for him anyway, he again started thinking that he didn't want to burden anyone. He is difficult and he knows this, but he's considerate too. So in a way he thought shutting everyone out was doing them a favour.
4: People have to realise that, despite Mark being comprehensive and the fluid home being all supportive, that people need people.
1: We know this now. I've spoken to my brothers, and we're going to make sure we take turns in seeing him like we used to. But he needs constant co-presence. He needs support, no matter how he feels about it. And not just anyone, carers who are familiar with Mark and the Fluid Homes. We've already made it so Mark has scheduled our visit, and hopefully this, along with all the above, solves everything.
4: We'll look at options and I'm going to feed that back to my manager, Sarah, and we'll pass it on to their respective companies. Feedback what? What happened to Lucas it needs to be clearer that some kind of human interaction is needed to coordinate with Mark.
1: No one ever told me that. It's obvious, but still, no one ever indicated that things could get this bad without it.
4: Mark is catered to provide care physically, not emotional support. And regardless of whether you understood this or not, it should be expressed clearly. Similar outcomes have occurred numerous times now where relatives are depending on Mark and all the fluid homes to provide everything, no care in place and they themselves are forgetting to check up on them.
1: We're not the only ones.
4: You're not. I get this call more days.
1: I'm not sure if that makes me feel better or worse.
4: My advice is not to dwell on it. Shall we get on now? and begin putting the right support in place for your father.
1: Okay, let's do. I'll get his phone number and address. Let me find them.
4: Tell me when you're ready. One moment.
1: Okay, I'm ready.
2: Comprehensive and Assistive Robotic Enhancer was written by Akeem Balligan and performed by Celia Sabando and Rose Gray. Thank you for
1: listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe. We'll be publishing episodes every day of the festival. We'd love to hear your thoughts and responses on social media. Find us on Twitter at FestivalMind and at facebook.com forward slash Festival of the Mind.